You're listening to a message from Grace Church of North Brunswick, where people are empowered, impacted, and enriched through the good news of the gospel. To learn more about Grace Church, visit our website at gracechurchnv.com. And now we hope that you enjoy this message. Just carrying stuff, just weight, you know, and knowing that I do that myself, you know, I'll carry stuff that I really shouldn't be carrying. That God, you know, that Jesus is, will carry for me. I, out of my pride, I try to carry it myself. So many of us, we try to be God to ourselves. You know, the big lie Satan told to Adam and Eve was that they didn't need God. That they could do it on their own. I'm here to tell you, we can't. How many of you know that? <laughs> but there are so many people carrying burdens. And in Proverbs 12.25, it says that worry... In some translations, it's heaviness weighs a person down. Have you ever been weighed down by things? Just carrying stuff. I mean, I, as we were worshiping and, and, you know, something broke off me, you know, something that I was holding on. I don't even, you know what, sometimes you don't even know what it is that you're carrying. Do you know that? Do you know there are people carrying burdens and carrying things that they don't even know about? Stuff that they loaded on their self and they're not even conscious of it. That's the worst kind of burden. Because you don't even know it's there. It's hidden so deep. The hurt. The unforgiveness. And Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, he said, listen, come to me, everybody that labors and is heavy laden. And the word labor there is toil. How many of you sometimes you feel like you're toiling, you know? You're doing the same thing over and over and over again. And ending up with the same result. What is that called? Insanity. How many of us could at times be in an insane asylum just for a moment? Just doing the same thing over and over and over and nothing changes. I remember my insane asylum. It was my commute to New York. Oh, my God. Anybody of you here ever commute? Like you do a commute? Anybody longer than 20 years? For 28 years, I commuted to New York. It did bring me a wife on the train. I met her on the train. Somebody's like, I'm taking the bus now. No. <laughs> but I would get so tired of like one way of commuting, I would just try all the different ones. Even if they were longer, I just, it just was, you know, after a while, I'm like, I can't do it. It's like the Twilight Zone. It was like Groundhog Day. Got to do something different. So I would take the bus or drive to the city. Anybody ever do the bus thing? Yeah. I did the bus thing for a little while until some young woman. Yeah. I wasn't married, so, you know, I was on the bus. It's okay. If a pretty girl's going to sit next to me, it's fine. No problem. It's better than a heavy guy, you know. It's just skinny girl, you know, sitting next to me. I remember this one girl, she sat next to me. I was like, all right, yeah. And this guy, like, across the seat, looked at me like. <laughs> Five minutes in, that flopping head, bang, bang. You ever been there? If the flop, are you, anybody, are you the flopping head? Yeah. I remember a few times, like, just being on the bus and somebody pushed me. I'm like, what's wrong? And they're like, oh, my God. You don't even know it. You're like, uh, uh, uh. But just toiling and laboring at the same thing. It becomes, 
you, you become heavy laden. You become weighed down. Financial burdens, physical burdens, just weighing you down. Just carrying way too much. Like I said, I, we were worshiping, and all of a sudden, I just, I just started crying because there was something. I didn't even know what it was, and I still don't right now. Maybe God will show me later. But there was something I was carrying that needed to go. No, it was probably that thought, like, everything has to go perfect in the service or I'm going to be upset. You know, sometimes I carry that. You know, it, whatever it is, it's something that you shouldn't carry. It's something that you shouldn't hold on to. And it's, it, Jesus has come to me, and many times we go everywhere but to Jesus. I said we go everywhere but to Jesus. We go to the bottle, which it could either be the pills or the alcohol. <laughs> We go to the friend that commiserates with us so we can have a pity party on the phone. Amen? Where we go, we, you know, veg out and watch TV, you know, watch sports for three days. I've never done that. <laughs> Whatever it might be, we go to something instead of going to him. He says, come to me. But we go everywhere else. And then, you know, it's like, well, why don't you go to why, why, a couple, couple, I know you're not getting along. Why don't you pray together? Why don't you go to Jesus then? You don't understand, but, but, what? get your butt out of the way. We always have an excuse of why we don't go to Jesus. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about us, collectively, myself. You know, we had an awesome men's breakfast yesterday, taught by uh, Rob Santiago. It was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> And now he pursues us in spite of who we are. Like, we didn't choose him. He, you know, he was sharing how some people go, I found God. And he goes, no, you didn't. <laughs> he found you. He chose you. He pursues you. He pursues you so much that he says, come to me. Like, I'm always here with my arms wide open on this cross. Come to me. For forgiveness, come to me. I'll give you rest. I'm the answer. It never ends. It's forever his love. <laughs> he just loves us in spite of who we are. In Jeremiah 6.16, God gives this warning and says, listen, stop at the crossroads. You know, many times in life we come to a crossroads I tell people, today could be the day that you change your road. Today could be the day at the crossroads where you go the right way. Today, now! <laughs> Just woke you up. <laughs> now! <laughs> Stop at the crossroads and look around. Ask for the godly way. Walk in that way. Travel its path. And there you will find rest. But what is the answer many times? No. That's not the road I want. That's not the road I want. Sometimes the road you want isn't the best road. <laughs> Come to him. Jesus is always the right road. He's always the right way. Because if you stay on the road of burdens, 
If you stay on the road that doesn't lead to him, eventually it will wear you out. Do you know so many people that develop cancer and all kinds of intestinal things and sickness and disease? Many of them are just holding on to burdens they shouldn't have held on to. And eventually it weighs you down. It makes you sick. It makes you depressed. It keeps you from being all you're called to be in God. How many of you sometimes carry, and you say it too, you say, I'm carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders. Well, stop! I said, stop! And I find myself saying sometimes, oh, it's all on me, you know? (laughs) It's all on me. That's silly, because it's not all on me. I have a savior. I have somebody that saved me from me. Wait a minute. Let me say that again. I got a savior that saved me from me. How many of you need to be saved from you? Don't look at your husband. <laughs> I said, how many people need you need saved from you? And somebody went like this and looked at their husband. I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying. Hallelujah. <laughs> you can't. Carry it all. All right, come up. I need somebody to be a prop for me. Joey, come here. Isn't that the best? You make your son a prop. Isn't that awesome? You, you, you never did it? Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe someday. But, you know, many of us, I like to do videos. It, it explains some things to you. Um, how many of you carry this load? Right here. Finances. Anybody carrying a load about finances? You feel like it's just a weight on you all the time? Come on, people. Raise your hand if finances are a weight to you. You know what? You'll never get delivered of what you won't admit. She says, I give all those thoughts to you. Okay, so. She doesn't care. Something's not right about that. But finances, not that you've ever been a financial weight to me, son. Is he doing something? You know, he gets that from his mother. Whenever I get her up here, I turn around, she starts doing things and dancing. And How about your health? Anybody? Anybody health is a weight for you? Like you just, you know, you get aches and pains, you're like, where are they from? When you get 50, okay, all right? <laughs> but you know what? They come and go. <laughs> Somebody's like, oh, yeah. they come and go, don't they? If you don't take hold of them, they won't weigh you down. But some of us do get weighed down about our health, taking all kinds of pills and everything else. And How about this? And, and there's no specific reason why this is a pink bag when I say marriage and family. <laughs> But uh, how many of you know that, you know, marriage is, it's it's work, you know? Sometimes, very rarely can your spouse become a burden to you. Very, 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 very rarely. Amen? Or how about your kids? Your kids ever a burden to you? You be quiet. (laughs) Never, son. You've been an angel since the day you came out of the womb. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. 
about this? This is one many of us struggle with. Boy, these bags are heavy. This is one a lot of us struggle with, self-worth. This is, kind of, this is the kind of baggage that Satan puts on Christians all the time. This is his main thing. You're not, you're not right. You're not loved. Yesterday, it's like, we talked about yesterday with the love and Rob was, it's like he loves you anyway in spite of you. How many of you know you're a little hard to love? Just, come on. Oh, yes. Oh, Lord. Pride cometh before a fall. How many of you know? Just a little difficult to love. I could put everything up there. And I know I could be difficult. Uh, you know, and sometimes you just don't feel good about yourself. You feel like if people can't love you, that God can't love you. I got news for you. He loves me just as much as he loves you. Say, God loves me in spite of me. Amen. Okay, self-worth. Actually, when we had you, I felt really good about myself. Because when they said, look how handsome he is, I said, yeah, I know. Anyway. How many of you is, ooh, supposed to talk when I get by the speaker. How many of you is this sometimes waited on you? Ministry. Ministry. Is he fading over there at all? You see any weakness? Is he? Ministry can be a burden sometimes to people. Ministry can be a burden. How about the burden that you've been called to a ministry that you're not doing? Oh, I'm not talking about doing ministry and it's like a burden. I'm talking about you've been called to do something and you don't do it. It's a burden. It can become such a burden when you don't do what you know you're supposed to do. That, be, that can become one of the biggest burdens you'll ever carry. And until you do it, I remember when I was called to start this church, I was called to preach. I didn't want to do it. I had so many burdens in my life. When I finally said yes, I felt the weight of the world come off my shoulders. Because I was carrying it. I was carrying a calling that wasn't being walked in. I was carrying a ministry that I wasn't taking part in. I'm trying to preach a little longer so he holds the bags up for a little. <laughs> ministry. Amen. Amen. Actually, he can't do it, and neither can you. You can't really do it. And if I have to preach here all day to show you that you can't do it. Fear of future. Hey, 18-year-olds. Hey, 20-year-olds. Hey, 30-year-olds. How many of you have a little... Come on. You're worried. My son before said, you know, you're worried about who you're going to marry. I'm worried about who you're going to marry. <laughs> Lord Jesus. But... Uh... <laughs> I mean, all of us, right? We have these young people. We're, we're worried, all right? That's why when the guy calls up and says, I want to date your daughter, we're like, I want to see you first. Little devil. <laughs> no, just kidding. But um, fear of future, right? Fear of what your career is going to be. Fear about who you're going to marry. Fear about just, and it's, it just doesn't matter really what age, you know? Fear of death. Just fear in, in general. Fear that your son's not going to be able to hold the suitcases all day. (laughs) 
eventually this stuff will weigh you down. Amen? How many of you today are carrying way too much? 1 Peter 5, 5 says, Be submissive to one another, be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud. The one that says, I can do it without you, God will resist you. You think, oh, I'm so strong, I'm a strong person, I can do this. You're fighting God. You're resisting God. He gives grace to the humble. The word humble means those that are low, those that bring themselves down, that humble themselves before God and say, he's stronger than me. He can carry this. I can't. And guess what? He's right there to do it. Enter Jesus, who actually never left. Jesus, let's hear it for Jesus right here. You should be happy that Jesus is here. Yeah. It says in Psalm 55, 22, cast your burden on who? Cast your burden on the Lord. Because eventually these burdens will weigh you down. A little lower. <laughs> That's hard. You can go. <laughs> and he will sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. In the Hebrew, that word moved means fall down. No matter how many burdens you're carrying, if you are in Christ, God will never let you fall. He'll sustain you even while you're carrying it. But he says, cast your burden on the Lord. Amen? So if you're weighed down, go all the way till you humble yourself and cast it on the Lord. In 1 Peter 5, 7, it says, cast all of your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. He cares for you. You know that word cares in the Greek almost means he respects you? Did you know that? <laughs> the word for care that you're casting care, that word care, marimno, means to be divided in your mind. It means to be distracted. These worries and these cares, the devil wants you to be distracted so you can't be all you can be in God. But Jesus stretches his arms out with every one of your burdens on the cross, nailed to the cross, killed forever, and then released. He died for it all. He carried every one of your burdens because he cares for you. Say, God cares for me. How much does he care for you? That he gave his only begotten son to die for you. That's how much he cares. You give him your heavy burden. The word for casting there is the word, it's only used one other time in the New Testament. It's where they casted their coats. They laid their coats on the road and on the donkey that Jesus was going to ride on. In other words, they took off what was on them and laid it on it. And this is what, the, what we're talking about here. You're taking your cares, you're literally taking them off, and you're casting and then putting them on him. You know why? Because he can carry them. You can't. He carried it. Nailed it to the cross forever and ever and ever. What an exchange that is. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come to me, all you labor and heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you 
and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Why? Because my yoke is easy. Everybody say easy. And my burden is light. Everybody say light. How many of you like easy and light? 106.7. Soft rock, easy listening. Easy and light. Not too heavy. <laughs> easy and light. And this word rest here, this rest that he gives you, this isn't talking about. It's not talking about going to sleep. The actual word means this. To cause or permit one to cease from any movement or labor in order to recover and collect his or her strength. The rest that he gives you is so you can recover. It's not to go to sleep. It's so you can recover and renew your strength. Those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Many of you here today, you're going to leave a burden here today. You're going to leave stronger. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the rest that he gives. To give rest, to refresh, to give oneself rest. It's time for some of you to give yourself a break. I said it's time for some of you to give yourself a break. There's nobody harder on you than you. When people come up here for prayer, half the time the Holy Spirit says to me, you know who's being rough on them? Them. They're counting their own sin against them. They're counting their own past against them. They're counting their family, thinking my family did this, my family did that, so I'm going to do it. All these different things they're doing to themselves. When the whole time you could be easy and light. The whole time. How many of you know what it feels like to be easy and light? That's real life in Christ. It's not like, oh, you're going to church today. <laughs> like a burden. Like you come in through the, the gauntlet of greeters and they're like, hey, we're so glad to see you. You're like, yeah, me, I'm so glad to be here. Give me a dang coffee. Oh, don't tell me you don't come in some like, Sometimes like that. Not easy and late. You're carrying all kinds of stuff. How many of you have a, a fight with your spouse on the way to church? Come on, raise your hand here. That's why I never drive with her to church. Take two separate cars. I got to preach. I mean, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Isn't that good? Preach your pastor, John. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you have a long drive to church with your spouse, take two cars. <laughs> No, but how many of you know the devil will mess with you when you're coming to church with your family and everything? The kids are too loud. They're not ready in time. You had to shake them to get them up. Listen to me. His yoke is easy, and his burden is light. You know why? Because for your burdens, this is what he gives you in Romans 14, 17. He gives you righteousness. Oh, Ooh, that looks so heavy. Oh, that's really tough. Oh, how does that feel, son? Is that heavy? Is that weighing you down? To be right in God's sight? Is there anything heavy about that? That lightens you up. He loves me in spite of me. I'm righteous because Jesus died on the cross. All I got to do is put my faith in him. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. And you're righteous in his sight. Is that light? Is that easy? 
Who'll take that today? <laughs> Anybody? And what's the next thing he gives you? Peace. How many of you could use some peace in your life? Lord Jesus. And you guys are talking about just quiet, right? <laughs> but this is more than that. This is wholeness. You're righteous in his sight. You're whole. You're healed. You're delivered. You're set free. No more condemnation on you. You're set, baby. You should be happy. You should be the happiest person on earth. How do you think those Christians were able to smile when they put them on crosses and burned them? They smiled. And you're worried about your boss or the person that looked at you wrong in Sunday school. <laughs> you know, when they went up to get coffee and they forgot to ask you if you wanted one and you got it for somebody else, and you're like, I can't believe this church. <laughs> Peace with God. Peace in you. And finally, what would being right with God and having peace in your heart give you? Joy. You're so light now, son. You're so light. You're so happy. You still don't know who you're going to marry, but... <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> Maybe you're not called to be married. I'll talk to you later. Uh, <laughs> right standing with God, peace with God, and joy everlasting. What a privilege to carry this burden. Amen? My burden is easy. It's light. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for that. You guys give them a hand right now. Give Jesus a hug. Give Jesus, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. You give him your burdens, and he gives you. <laughs> Yesterday, the men's thing, it was like, Rob goes, you know, it's a great exchange. I go, have you been reading my notes? Listen, <laughs> it is a great exchange. All the stuff that you carry that you don't have to carry for his easy Light yoke. A yoke is something that's put on somebody that's in servitude, okay? But we're not talking about slavery to sin. We're not talking about slavery to a bad master here. We're talking about slavery to Jesus. We're talking about being his son. You know, with the yokes, what they would do is the, <laughs> when they had a baby, whatever it was, ox or whatever it was, they would put a yoke on the baby and then attach it to a yoke on the more adult one so they could walk together. See, that's just it. We're just going to carry the yoke with him. And his is easy. It's light. Nobody should be all weighed down here. Nobody should be weighed down with depression or financial stuff or, or health. Or how about not knowing whether you're going to spend eternity in heaven? And that's what we're going to have a prayer for right now. If we could just bow our heads. Let's close our eyes right now. I just want to make sure. Are you 100% sure that you would spend eternity in heaven if you died today? If not, say this prayer with us. Put your faith and trust in him. Take that burden of sin, cast it upon him, and he will give you righteousness and peace and joy. Join the three people this morning who did it. 
Step into eternity today. Now. The crossroad is now. Salvation is now. So if you say this prayer with me and believe it and trust Jesus with your life, you'll know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you will have everlasting life. And we learned yesterday that everlasting life doesn't mean just that you live forever. It means that you know God and know his love. To know that love is the greatest thing on earth. So please say this prayer with me. Say, Father, I know that Jesus is your son. I know he died on the cross for my sin. Three days later, you raised him from the dead that I might have a new life. Jesus, come into my heart. Make me brand new today. I put my faith in you. I cast my cares upon you. And I receive your love. Amen. Everybody's eyes closed, head bowed. If you said that prayer to receive Jesus Christ and to put your faith in his sacrifice, raise your hand right now. If you did it, you want to, amen. Okay. Those of you that raise your hand, please stand to your feet. Right now, stand to your feet. Come on. Come on. Come on. Stand to your feet.